Hold My Drink Extra Juice with Charlene and Ellie. A Go Loud original podcast, proudly sponsored by Pennies. Get this season's must-haves in a store near you. Welcome to Hold My Drink Extra Juice, which is kindly sponsored by Primark or Pennies, the ultimate high street destination. Get your style out there and have some fun. Celebrate yourself at Primark. It's time to go big on your wardrobe and stand out with Primark's latest collection. The range is characteristically cool. Think pop and bright colours, allure and florals, as well as having utility-inspired khaki cohorts, giving it a touch of edge for standout street moments. They have fab bits in at the moment. Minute. Fab bits in. I went in recently and stocked up on the uh, summer staples in my wardrobe. Things that I can carry through the next few months that I know I'm going to get so much wear out of. Um, I'm also going away this week, so I know I'm going to have to do my little Primark dash. It's essential. No matter where I'm going, once I know I'm going to the airport, the Primark dash needs to be done first. So, yeah, they fab bits in. Did you know you can also check out what is in the local, what is in your local store? Sorry. Um, if you live between two pennies, which I find really, really handy, because I actually do. If you live between two different pennies or Primarks, you can check which has kind of, not the better stock, but if there's a specific item that you're looking for, um, you can go on to www.primark.com slash IE and check out all their pieces and see what's in store. So like I said, if there's something specific that you want, you can check which store has it, pop in there and grab it. It's so handy. Even though we're always popping in and out, you can also just check and just kind of make sure that it's there. So log on to www.primark.com slash IE. Check out all their pieces and see what's in your local store with their new stock finder. This is our bonus episode, Birds, where we get to answer even more of your dilemmas. Again, Lone Ranger today. I'm on my own, so the advice is not... Do you know what? Actually, it's only my own advice. Sometimes me and Charlene have different opinions. Secrets from the stalls are dilemmas that get sent in. We try and help you. We always like to say we are not Bible. We just like to help as much as we can. Um, Yeah, and just give you kind of the best case scenario of what we think you should do. Um, and yeah, you can send all of your dilemmas into holdmydrink at goloudnow.com. You can send us updates. If you send a dilemma in and you haven't heard it in a bonus episode, it might be in the main episode. So make sure to check out Monday's episodes and Wednesday's episodes and see if your dilemma is in there. So I'm just going to jump into this now. So hi girls, love the pod and love you. So helpful in so many ways. You have saved my relationship and you don't even know it. Aww. I'm in my first year of college, back in first year of oh, back in first year of secondary, I made a boy best friend, let's call him George. Me and George were inseparable for almost 4 years. I met my current boyfriend when I was in third year and we have been together for almost 5 years. But when me and George were in TY, he confessed to me he feels as if he's always loved me and that his ex-girlfriends have never compared to me even as being a friend and that all he could think about was me being with him and him being able to call me his girlfriend. I told George I love my boyfriend and that the feelings weren't mutual. During lockdown when me and George were in TY, we were still texting each other most days as friends and he told me he had been chatting to a girl for a few weeks and he feels he likes her. Of course, I was so happy for him and all I wanted was for him to find someone like I did. But after he got with this girl, I was cut off completely. No explanation, absolutely nothing. This went on for about two years straight. Little conversations between them, but not much. Before my leaving search, me and my boyfriend broke up. George... George was at the leaving cert house party I was at Ooh, and I was helping him while he was drunk. He tried to kiss my cheek and he said he still feels he loves me and says he misses 
what we have. I told him I missed our friendship too, but I wasn't the one who cut him off. The next morning I got text saying he was drunk and forgot what he said. I then texted him explaining him cutting me off really hurt me that I had lost my best friend and didn't even know why. He explained he felt he couldn't give the new relationship a good chance if he kept talking to me as his feelings were too strong for me. I said I understood that, but I felt I could have gotten an explanation from him after four years of good friendship. He said after this conversation, we could talk again as the feelings were now gone. He spoke to me for less than a day and yet again, I'm cut off. All my snaps are left delivered or open straight away and ignored. This hurts me. I don't know what to do. I know if my boyfriend knew I was even upset by this, he would go mad and rightly so. But he never liked George. But I just miss my friendship. That's all. Should I just cut him off like he has done to me or what should I do? Yes, I think cut him off. I think don't let some don't give somebody your not that you're handing it to him on a platter, but I think he's already shown you he can do that to you twice. Why are you gonna let him do it to you a third time? You're only giving him the tools to be able to hurt you again and I know it's sad that a friendship is lost, but also do you want someone in your life who can just cut you off so quickly like that? Um I know he said it was for a reason to give his good his new relationship a go and like but like you said, yeah, why would you want somebody like that in your life? I know he said that it was for his relationship to be able to give his relationship a go. Um but I think he's just gonna do it again, kind of thing. He's already done it twice, like even after saying to you, I know he was drunk and he said to you that he loves you and whatever else, but and also if it's gonna cause a tiff between you and your boyfriend, do you really do you want to put that in the middle of them kind of thing? Like, do you want to make something a problem that isn't already a problem? If that makes sense. I don't know. I'm just getting bad vibes off George cutting you off so easily. And, like, the fact it's not even hurting him, like, it hurts you. But the fact it's not hurting him. Yeah, I don't know. I think give him a bit of what he's been giving you, maybe. Um... Or just don't give him the option to be able to just leave a friendship so quickly. Like, yeah, I don't know. I'm not getting good vibes. It's not looking like a friend, like the balance of the friendship was going both ways. This is looking like the ball is in his court and he decides when he wants to be your friend and then when not to be your friend. Like, if he's really were that close, a relationship shouldn't come in the middle of that you should be able to still have your friends and your relationships if there's no like feelings and stuff there but yeah no cold shoulder him I think you, you're you only giving him not that you're only giving him but he's only going to take the opportunity to be able to hurt you again so I think scrap him next is hi Charlene and Ellie I love the podcast I've listened to every episode so far and now I need your help oh god so I'm going through a very hard time with college at the moment I chose to study a course that I thought I might be interested in and one I felt would give me job security once I graduated. Basically, I was focusing ooh, basically I was focusing on the financial gain and I don't necessarily have a passion for what I'm studying. I'm just finished my second year and I've one year left but I'm seriously struggling to push through. The course keeps getting harder and I'm constantly falling behind and I'm seriously considering dropping out. I've no real interest in what I'm studying. I'm so scared of how unpredictable my life would be if I dropped out, but also interested to see where it could take me. It would give me a chance to explore career paths and hopefully find something that I'm actually interested in and would want to study. I just can't help but feel like I've wasted two years and I feel like a failure. Any advice would mean so much right now. Don't feel like a failure. Every 
lesson is a learning curve. Is that even a saying? Probably not. But listen, you heard it here first. Um, I don't have too much. I didn't do college. I did a PLC course for three months, I think, and dropped out because I was interested in money. That, oh, well, you're interested in the money. Um, I was just interested in wanting a full-time job. Wasn't arse in college. I said, where is this even going to take me? Like, what's the point kind of thing? Um, and I think I turned out okay. I don't know. I don't Like, I can see it from both sides. Like, but I can't imagine how hard it would be to sit through college or school or whatever else and not be interested in it. Like, that is torture. And then if you did end up graduating and getting a job in what you studied... Are you going to end up hating your job then? Like, is it just going to be a road of misery for you because you still have to sit through another year of this college? You're not interested in what you're learning, so you're falling behind. That's already putting a bad taste in it for you. Like, you're falling behind. You're only going to get stressed with yourself. And then when you do graduate, are you going to have to go into a job in that field, hate your job? You'd end up hating life. Like, I don't know. Think of how much different it could be if you were studying something that you actually enjoyed and had a real interest in and, like, succeeded at and, like, yeah, I don't know. I think if something isn't making you happy, leave. And I know it's easier said than done. I say it for jobs and college and whatever else, but, like, if you're not happy in it and you're not interested in it, don't stay in it. Like, I know you think the financial gain is will be beneficial to you but I'm sure you could find something to study that will have the same financial gain maybe more you don't know and something you're genuinely actually interested in um I don't know I think I'm trying to think if I was in if I was in college and I how many you've done oh you're I'm just finishing my second year and I've one year left I think think of it like this don't even say it like one year because the school year is only, how long is the school year? September to May. Is that the same in college, Leanne? Yeah. yeah. So your college year is September to May. So that's not even a full year. Don't even say it as one year. Say September, October, November, December, January, February, March, April, May. Eight months. Eight or nine months, say. Could you stick out eight or nine months to ha- to finish it, wash your hands of it, and then decide if you want to go ahead with it? Maybe that might be better just to have it. Just to have the option of that degree sitting there or whatever it is you're studying. I don't know how all that works. Um, yeah, just just so you could have that. And then also you, you can say that you hadn't wasted your last two years because you did finish it out. You did stuck it out. You stuck your guns. You finished it. You might not ever use that degree in your life, but you can proudly say that you sat through three years of horror because you didn't even fucking like the course. I think... Don't even say I've one year left, say I've eight months left or nine months left. I can stick through nine months of it, get it done and then fully decide what you want to do. At least then you're giving yourself options. You're not completely leaving. I did just completely contradict myself and everything that I said there, but it's fine. Like it'll work out in the end. Um, Yeah, I think stick out the last nine months. I think do that. The next one we have is, hi birds, love the podcast. I live in... Living? Yeah, you do. You're living. Love the podcast. I listen every week without fail. Thank you so much. I've been thinking about sending this in for ages. I've been best friends with my best friend since first year in school. We are now 25. 
We've always been very close and done college and school together. We have groups of friends we used to hang out with for years, but for the most part, it's just the two of us. She's been with her boyfriend for seven or eight years, who I would also call one of my friends. About two years ago, they had a rough patch where they broke up for the best part of a year and she started seeing someone else from one of the friend groups we used to hang out with. She was very serious with the boy but ended up getting back with her ex-boyfriend. After this happened, she failed to tell either boy about the other and continued seeing both of them. Since this is going on, I feel she has been avoiding me and spending all of her time with the other group or this other boy, and not asking me to go, as she knows I don't really get on with them anymore. She's also been doing things very out of character, such as taking drugs, etc. By the way, she tries to hide everything from me about the drugs and the other boy, but I hear it from other friends. Every time we speak, it's me initiating meeting up, and she only ever wants to meet for an hour and has somewhere else to be. I recently stopped texting her to see how long it would go without us speaking, and we did not speak for nearly a month. I feel as if she has avoided me because I am the only one who will pull her out of her behaviour. I'm starting to think she has changed as a person and we have nothing in common anymore or else she she is liking not being held accountable for her actions by the other group. What should I do? Should I just accept how she is and mind my business? Cut the friendship? Any help would be appreciated. Thanks, girls. Oh, no. Um... This is a tough one because you've been friends for so long. Wait, was she? I'm. Was she seeing the two boys at the one time? Holy lanta! Oh no, come here. I think you hit the nail on the head there, and you know exactly why she's avoiding you. Like you're saying it yourself, because you're the only one that's gonna pull her about her behavior. Like that. That says it all. Like she knows. Oh no, so and so is gonna give out to me for the way I've been acting because she even knows herself that the way she's been acting is wrong Um, I think it's I think the fact where you didn't text her and you waited to see how long it took for her to text you and it was a month I think that shows a lot like I don't know I'd be really upset oh no you can be upset we'll be your friends I think leave the ball in her court. I think she's deciding. You can't force her, not force her to be your friend, but you can't force her to act the way that she used to act with you. Um, I think she's going to decide now on her own what way she wants to be. And like, this seems to be, this seems to be the road that she's kind of going down. I think it's one of those things that you might have to let her learn on her own. And I know it's going to be so hard to watch and like, know what she's doing, know who she's hanging around with, stuff like that, but I think it might have to be one of those things, and if it does get really bad, I don't know, how old is he now? 25. Yeah, I think leave her off, kind of thing. Put the ball in her court and see how much she cares about you, because like, a friendship should be two-sided, it should be a 50-50 thing, there should never be like, I'm given 90% and someone else is given 10. Like, it doesn't work like that. It needs to be 50-50. So if you pull away as much as she's pulled away, you just need to either decide to meet in the middle then and give 50-50 again, or the fact you stopped texting her and then you just heard nothing from her is kind of showing me that she didn't, she doesn't care as much as you do. And maybe you're just like me, you're just really an empathetic person and that's just your character. 
But I think if you're seeing traits in her that you didn't see before and you and you see her going one way, on one hand, as a friend, you should pull her up on it. Like maybe send her one last text and just let her know how you're feeling in this moment kind of thing. But I wouldn't be reaching out half as much and like, yeah, no, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be giving someone more than they're giving me kind of thing. We're, we're getting too old for that now. I think we all need to be meeting in the middles and what should we say? Pouring into cups to pour into ours. There you have it. The last one that we have then for today is, Hi girls, just want to say I love listening to your podcast so much. I get a great giggle from it. I'd love your advice on something. So basically, me and my boyfriend have been together nearly three years now. Let's call him Jim. I love the names that you all make up. They're so funny. They're George, Jim, Bob, like all these just plain little names. I love them. So Jim, anyway. We get on well. He's like my best friend and we love each other so much. But every few weeks he gets in these weird moods where he disperses and might not text me for hours, even a day or two or two days with no communication at all to even let me know he's okay. I could ring him and text him constantly over and over and he won't answer any of my calls. He says he doesn't see them or he is never on his phone, but when he's with me, he is always on his on his phone and it's in close reach. I know he isn't cheating on me or doing something he shouldn't be because I either show up at his house or he's home or I get his brother to look for him and he's always just in bed. We never fight only for about only we never fight only about him never applying to me or, or if he doesn't show up when we when we make plans or even text me to say he can't make it. I'm at the stage where I don't know if I should just ignore it because he blames on his mental health and because he is really so good to me in every other way or if I should realize that this is really unhealthy and to end things. I really can't see him not in my life, but I'm like at the stage where nothing is working to make him realise that what he's doing actually annoys and hurts me. I think the only thing you can do... Well, you said you already argue about it, but I, I think you need to show him how much you really are like at the end of your tether with this. Like, I think you need to... There needs to be something for him to actually know that it's hurting you and know how much it's upsetting you. Not not to say that you need to put the fear into him, but, like, he needs to know how serious it is. So, yeah, not scaring him, but he needs to know, like, okay, this is not good. Like, I wonder I wonder if it's, like, because you said it is his mental health and maybe he just genuinely does need shutdown days where he's just in bed and whatever else. I wonder if there's a way that he can let you know even, I don't know before that happens or when it's happening or like if there's something that you can do together like if I thought there was a dog out there sniffing at the door it's a drill um, if there's something that the two of you can do together to kind of help him through those stages or if you can even say to him like would he go and speak to someone and, and try and help his mental health and then in effect that would help the two of you together Um. I think you need you need to weigh out your options and like see how much you said it yourself you can't see him not in your life so if you're willing to do the work for him and it's going to be a case of you doing a lot of work for him but in the end like the end result seeing the two is happy together I think you need to like yeah make yourself aware of how much you actually do love him and like how much you want him in your life and make sure that you know you're going to have to give 110% whereas he might be not given that. Um, yeah, just to make sure that he's about on the same page. But I definitely sit him down and kind of explain to him again. Like he obviously knows that it does annoy you because you just fight over it. It's the only thing that you fight about. 
if he doesn't show up and we make plans, I'd absolutely hit the roof. Um, I think just it's a it's a sit down thing where you need to say, right, this is really bothering me again. I know we've definitely thought about this before, but it's just something that's eventually going to break you down. Because if stuff like this keeps happening and happening over and over again, like it's literally like chipping at a rock or chipping at a wall. Eventually, the wall is going to break. You can't keep chipping the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result from it. So if he if this keeps happening with the two years, eventually you're gonna crack, you're gonna break, and you don't want that to happen. Like if you love him so much and you know, you can't see him not in your life. So yeah, I think it's a case of a sit down, tell him how much it's chipping away at you and you will reach breaking point eventually. And see what you can do together collectively, or if he's willing to kind of accept his emotions and how he's feeling and would he go and speak to someone and then like I said, that would kind of benefit the both of you. But if there was a way of the two of you coming together to help the two of you, I think you should try and do that. I hope that helped. So that was... My voice is not working. That is your dilemmas, or the dilemmas for today. I hope it helps, lads. God, that, that that's tough work. How anyone has a podcast on their own, I really don't know. Charlene, I miss you so much. Please come home to me getting really not good now but you can send your dilemmas into holdmydrinkatgoloudnow.com new episodes of hold my drink extra juice they come out every monday and then our main episodes are out every wednesday so if you want to hear more from us you can go to wednesday's full main episode also if you are looking to see where your dilemma is if you've sent it in go and check out wednesday's episode and it might be in that one a huge massive thank you to primark for sponsoring this week's episode as well make sure to like rate subscribe all that good stuff and we will chat to you when the two of us are back together me and charlene so thanks for listening lots of love and bye hold my drink extra juice with charlene and ellie a Go Loud original podcast, proudly sponsored by Pennies. Whether it's stylish savings, a new double snuddy, gym gear, or some beauty bits you're looking for, Pennies is the ultimate high street destination.